Welcome to the Understanding Scriptures podcast, where each week we will discuss a chapter from the book, Understanding the Scriptures, a complete course in Bible study by Dr. Scott Hahn. I'm your host, John Hostetler, and I'm joined each week by Todd Calisperis and Patrick McNamee. We are using this platform to more or less document our conversation. In this week's conversation, we will be discussing chapter one, What is the Bible? By the way, I wish this was chapter two, because chapter two is a lot easier to read than chapter one. Todd, did you read chapter two yet? Oh, I've read all of chapter two. It was great. Did you, Todd? No, I was respectful and didn't read ahead others. <laughs> well, I was disrespectful. Sorry. Yeah, I read chapter two as well. Hey, and John has a new shirt. Woo-hoo. I'll go back between the two. I can go change. No, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, working on the site that I hope to use to host the recordings. Uh, oh, man. Interesting. I was just trying to get on my headphones. Yeah, I saw that you were, it was asking for admittance for your phone number. Did it pop in? Okay. Just can you hear me? Um, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Well. Can you hear better, Todd, with the earplugs in or out? Houston. Hello? Hello? Houston. I yeah. am speaking. <laughs> I got some real nice music. I'm a few things. Now it's kind of peppy music. That's the testing thing. Oops. Can you still hear us, Todd? I say it again. Can you hear us? I, I can hear you on my, on the uh, computer, but not on my phone. Oh, um, un- unplug your phone again. The, the from are, is your uh, headphones plugged into the com- your computer? No, no, no. The headphones are in, on my phone. I was trying to get my phone to. Oh yeah, to- you can do that because I, I saw it was uh, asking. It was an invitation. Do that again, and uh, I'll just accept it. And it should give you both. Now, hopefully, it won't like have a piercing noise in your your. I wonder how if the audio will be at the same time or whatever. But yeah, I'll, it'd be like watching a Japanese movie. Sweet. <laughs> or Godzilla. Godzilla, right? There he goes. Let's see if I get that invitation. Todd, I should have teach you how to do this. Can Todd hear me? Todd? I can, I can. Can you, can, you, can you see what I'm making? I should teach you how to do this. You could do it while you're watching the cross. He's not acting like he hears me. <laughs> He's distracted. Apparently. I think he's reading technical information. Okay. okay. 
Hey, there's a fourth window. You might have to mute your computer to hear this. Okay. okay. I like my echo. Um, it's going to be like that famous baseball speech. So I muted the computer, but it's not cooperating, 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 cooperating. Get there. I'm going to hang up on that. I'll just get really close so I can hear it. There you go. <laughs> nice. Extreme close ups. That's right. Oops. I was telling you, Tom, right. you need to learn how to do this. You can make one of these while you're sitting there watching lacrosse games. Rosary. It's impressive. It's impressive, I will admit. I've, I've made a few of them in my time. You are the expert. I wouldn't say expert. I just. Okay. I'm good at some things. That might be one of them. I think I've got my volume cranked up as high as it'll go. How do you do the volume? On mine. I think I'm good. All right. How do I start this off? Well, that was my next question is how are you going to do this? Uh, is there an outline of what you want to do or how you want to do? No, not particularly. And we've got the questions in the back, but they're pretty uh, basic. I, I think as time goes on, you know, we have the benefit of having read chapter two. And I, after I was, as I was reading that, I noticed there's, you know, like typology, there's some outside resources that I have that discuss typology. But, so I'm kind of hoping that as we read on, we'll have more. We, we could start it as, in the beginning, there was John, and John was good. <laughs> and John wanted to have a podcast. Right. So he talked to two people and said, follow me. I'm fishing. <laughs> Luckily, you caught two big guppies. <laughs> See where he can go from here. Um. Hey, was there anything that you read in this that was new to you? Um, yeah, yeah, I'll be honest if I stayed awake through all of it. It was kind of overwhelming with just, Scott Hahn just gets deep quick and I <laughs> get weighted down. I'm still in. I'm still in uh, the trying to figure out the controls mode, guys. So I apologize here. Yeah, sure. We can hear you. We can see you. Okay. You hear us. That's good. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. All right. I think, I think it was interesting how he, he he kept you know talked about the basic outline of the Bible as far as how it was written, um, its sacred literature, and then he ties it in with the Catechism quite a bit. Yeah. And I guess that's where I started getting like glassy eyed and 
it was good. It just, for a simple man like me, it was kind of deep. On page 13, I like to see the bird's eye view of the different time periods, uh, where the Bible fits in with it and who are the key characters. Um, I know Jeff Cavins does that in his uh, Journey Through the Bible series as well. He also brings in some secular figures and where they fit in, in line with biblical stories and biblical times. Um, you know, I like that on page 14, I like the, I always need the reminders of the covenants and how, yeah, you know, who, who is the, the key character and who is the covenant with? Well, the, the Bible is salvation history. Yeah. Just that in, in itself was. But yeah, I didn't know there were seven, and actually the seventh one is to come. Right. And then on page 15, where it talks about who the covenant was with, and what their role and the covenant form, and it kind of covers, you know, quite a bit of the, the, the signs. And this is something I've always wanted to have a discussion with, with a Protestant friend too. Is this something that's taught elsewhere? Um, you know, obviously the covenant signed with Eucharist for Jesus, that, that wouldn't be covered. Um, you know, especially with the form of being in a Catholic church, but is the, any of this discussed? It's obviously the word covenant is used in the Bible. Sounds like Todd might have to call in Protestant Wayne. Yeah. Chick-fil-A Wayne. <laughs> well, I can't. Um, he's, uh, I don't know, you know, that covenant establishing the bond of kinship and, and uniting people, that, I don't know how much they talk about that. Um, we'll have to ask him. But the... The, the part that that I liked was related to the uh, how people in the past saw religion as binding and not and not like we see it today, where it's just kind of a experience, you know. So I think that's important for us all to understand is that it, it's was original originally seen as binding and as people jump from church to church and you talk about protestants and catholics and you know mega churches and video screens and all the cool stuff that uh, people try to get people in the door for entertainment purposes it's a it's a little bit different i find it fascinating that driving down olio road and i see signs that says free wi-fi and free coffee yeah yeah that's a draw yeah, like that new one over on uh, Brooks School, at the end of Brooks School. I think, yeah, I didn't even know what the name of it was, but I think it said coffee so large that I thought it was a big coffee store. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah. some of these churches for meetings, they just use that as meeting space and 
like theater. You know, it's theater seating with a cup holder and there's a yeah. cup right out front. It's, it's interesting. It's more about the entertainment that someone's getting than it is about the connection with Christ, I think. No. It's, but I don't want to trying to be less judgmental, but I think that's kind of where I'm headed sometimes. Is I yeah, but they're, they're doing something right. I mean, they're drawing big crowds. Their mega church is there for a reason. They're popping up yeah. all the fishers. Um, so they're doing something, I don't want to say to feed, because people are, are seeking it to be fed, and they're being fed something. I, I try to think of it in a positive light sometimes. Those that aren't against us or for us. Remember when they were the apostles telling Jesus, you know, they're talking about you. And he's like, well, they're, they're not against us. They're for us. So don't argue with them. So some of that I, I, I let at least, you know, everybody's got a different path. So they're trying to find their path. And maybe that path will lead them on to more truth, which brings them closer to God and to the original church, the Catholic church. You know, that's, that's uh, a lot s uh, similar to this weekend. I had some conversations with some folks uh, really about Curcio and, and welcome. And, um, you know, it, uh, it, it never ceases to amaze me how people, even in our faith, seem to step away or, or be maybe not have the time to understand, to seek to understand more of Christ and, and Scripture. It's just, you know, kind of going through the motions like you've all said in the past. And I don't think that everyone needs to go to Garcia. I think that I would just like to hear that people are exploring their faith more. And I don't hear that often, which is our job, I guess, to extend there. Yeah. Invitation, like you say. It seems like Father Doug is presenting more opportunities now. Um, you know, whether it's the, the pilgrimage or bringing in speakers, uh, it's, there's, it's, I just see the same people. So maybe I need to do a better job of inviting others to these types of events. So Patrick, you're pretty good at inviting people in. So what's your advice to John and I for uh, bringing others into uh, to a, a greater experience in faith? I, I just, I've always kind of been open and maybe it's the way I was raised that whenever I've been asked to do something, I just do it. Um, I don't try to think about it too much. I just dive in. So when I'm in church and I, I'm walking into church, I see someone, I'll say hi to them if I don't know them. And, and I, I just assume since that's the first time seeing them that maybe they're new here and just start, hey, I'm Patrick, how you doing? What, what, you know, you're new here? What you, you know, we've been going here for years. If you got any questions, I sit over here on the right side by the baptismal font with my family. Um, you know, I just ask and hey, you know, what are you interested in? What do you do? And, and hey, do you know such and such? They do the same thing and, you know, make connections. Um, and I've, I've always kind of been fascinated with that sort of, you know, um, 
with that sort of connecting people, you know, I, I get to know people and know who they are and then somehow keep like a Rolodex in my head going of what all these people do. And then I'm like, Hey, you should, you're new here. You should meet such and such. And then I go on this quest to find that person and actually physically get them together at the same time. And, uh, just that. And whenever I ask them about something or like, say you talked about Crisio or the welcome weekend or our, we have the men's club or the Knights of Columbus. I haven't, I don't ask them to do something I haven't already done. And I don't just point them to somebody and walk away. I walk with them and try to guide them the best I can. Um, and just, you know, they might have a difference of opinion, even from me. I mean, I was in church the other day and I'm not trying to get political, but I saw someone wearing a, you know, a, a button for a, a candidate for president. And I was like, uh, that guy believes in this. How can you? All right. Well, I'm just going to shut my mind off and move on. But, you know, I'm just surprised in, in this day and age in the, in the church to be blatantly wearing a button for somebody like, a you know, three, four inch diameter button on your jacket and, and coming back from communion. And I was like, wow, that's that's kind of bold, but, uh, you know, no, don't turn them off, but just maybe have a conversation with them if, you can, if I can find them and uh, see what their thoughts are. Maybe change, not so much change, but just re remind them what our faith teaches us. Mm. So I don't know if that's helpful or not and gives you some encouragement or ideas, but, you know. Sure, sure. Yeah, I think just the, the, the gentle introduction and, and uh, physically connecting the two people is a great way to do it. Yeah. One of the pieces in the uh, in this first chapter that I thought was cool is a little side uh, a little side blurb about uh, the printing press, and I've got a little history timeline that I'm keeping in my own that kind of shows how things transpired over time and how faith and architecture and art and, and civilizations, et cetera, and all that kind of came, came to be over time. And the printing press was obviously one that, that shows up in my history timeline. Where that little blurb was in the, in the chapter book says, uh, or in chapter one says that the Bible was copied by hand on stone, clay, and leather. And they went through a series of, 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 counting words to make sure that everything was copied correctly. <laughs> Can you imagine the work that it took to do that back in the day? That's pretty awesome. Because I always wondered how it got translated from, you know, over time. And I just, there's just guys that just worked on it. That's, that's all they did. I can't drop images of the monks sitting at a desk by candlelight writing. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that, that is kind of amazing. And you, you, you all, I mean, as, as kids, we were all taught the game telephone, you know, sit in a circle and someone whispering one person's ear to the next and the next and the next. And you think right. about that with the manual printing press of doing it by monk scribing, um, kind of, it's amazing that it translated perfectly over all those years. And um, even through all of the different translations, because it went through the Vulgate and a few others through the years um, that it's 
still as good as it is today, as it was then. So I'm going to go off on a crazy tangent here. Did you guys ever see the movie The Book of Eli? No. The Book of Eli is with uh, Denzel Washington, and, and it's kind of this uh, this post-apocalyptic uh, movie where it's almost like Mad Max, you know, kind of uh, some something's happened and, and everything's devastated, but there's this crazy society that still exists that uh, people are just out for survival. Well, he's a he's a guy who's who's walking along, who's trying to survive, and his ultimate goal is to to uh, carry scripture with him and uh, and get it copied, and so it's a it's a really cool movie. It's it's if, if you're into that kind of science fiction, you know, post apocalyptic kind of thing. But but it's almost like these early folks who had to who had to transcribe the, the Bible. They were probably up against a lot of. I'm sure the monks were safe up in the mountains and wherever they were living. But there's probably some folks who were carrying around or not too well received so anyway that's uh that's a tangent sorry no that's all right it kind of reminded me um so with sports i'm involved um with getting the sports leader information um sportsleader.org i think it's called but it's trying to teach virtue through coaching and teach kids the virtues and they a lot of time throw in some video clips and I found this page there. They gave us a link to it and it's a video or a website called wingclips.com or wingclip.com. It's really good. Um, w I N G C L I P S.com. And you can look up by theme. Like if you want to look at, um, I don't know, absurdity, you know, you, click on it and it tells you movies and movie clips that are apparently Christian and, and based that talk about absurdity and, and, or say you wanted to say one that was Christ, you can look up Christ and, and it'll tell you where Christ is in the movie. And it's a pretty good uh, resource to have. Um, so I've kind of made that, you know, bookmark in my work computer. Whenever I think of something, I can go there and look it up. Highly recommend it. But what was the address again? W-I-N-G-C-L-I-P-S dot com. Like wing like angel, I believe. It didn't really say that, but I'm interpreting. Movie clips that illustrate and inspire is what the title says. And if I can add resources, I'll add that. Okay, it's just it's a it's a nice one. I think um, there's a lot of a lot of virtues there and some other things there that you know could be of benefit to somebody that is trying to kind of look at those and try to figure out better what they are. Being a visual learner, it helps. That would help me. Yeah, and well, and there's you know everybody likes a movie, so at least some people do. So one of the other things that was uh, the word canon, I was trying to find it in the book because they gave a description of what canon meant, but it has a translation in Greek, I believe. Todd, you know that one? Measuring rod. Ah, there it was. 
I always, I always wondered how they got the name Canon, and then I follow, saw that, and I was like, oh, yeah. So the Canon law would be the measuring rod in, of how to measure the law, I presume? Sounds reasonable. Something to measure against. Kind of like the go, no-go gauge in the engineering world? From uh, Father Burke this, uh, this last weekend, the imagine the game of baseball with no rules. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, it went over canon, covenants, um, the binding, religion was the other piece that we had talked about a little bit. And then, and then there was one part uh, that talked about catechesis number 82, the task of giving an authentic interpretation of the word of God, whether it is written, uh, whether it is written form or in the form of tradition has been entrusted to the living teaching office of the church alone. And that was kind of a, a little blurb at the end of the chapter there. Right. And it was a little, that one got me a little concerned because uh, as I send out weekly readings, I'm like, well, am I trying to interpret the word of God here? And I don't think I am. I'm just trying to give some thought to it. But uh, I thought, oh, am I, am I doing something I shouldn't be by, uh, because it's, uh, it says it's been entrusted to the living teaching office of the church alone. Technically, I guess I'm a member of a church, right? So. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's okay. Do you ever reference the catechism when you send those out? No, I don't. It's really just referencing scripture. Yeah. Do those spark conversations? Do people reply? On occasion. I do. <laughs> yeah, Patrick does. Yeah, it's... Uh, there have been a few guys over the time that who have, uh, who have replied and just, you know, more, more or less saying thanks for sending it out. And this one was really, you know, in some way spoke to them. Okay. Todd, you ever tweet those out? Too long to tweet. Work, tweet, twat, what? <laughs> Whoa, what? That's, uh, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Oh, you don't know Twitter? I've got, uh, I, I actually have the app on my phone, and I think it's because someone in my family got it and it automatically pops up on mine. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I tried to plug in, I think, Father Mike Schmitz on it, and I got something there, but I opened it so rarely. I, I should probably learn about tweeting, shouldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I like it because I can pick the source of news I want to get. Mm -hmm. or the information I want to get. And when yep. I turn on the TV, I don't have much control of that. Even with 900,000 channels, um, I still don't feel that I have that kind of control. Okay. So newspaper, you know, everybody's got a spin on it where now I can go to the source instead of getting a spin, just get the facts and run with that. And then I, after going through one of my retreat weekends, was thinking of how I could do my part in the world and helping people because we're, we are every day after, or every time we go to mass, we're sent out into the world to, you know, sow the mustard seeds and hopefully we can grow 
you know, bear good fruit. So I thought I'd start tweeting and I found some little, you know, things that I get in emails. I thought, you know, this is really good. I wish other people would see it. So I cut and paste and put it out there and mm -hmm. every once in a while throw my own comments. But you, you have a lot of good stuff that only meet uh, or reach a certain few people that are on your email list. So if you could put that out there for others to read, I'm sure you'd have a lot of people following and chiming in with some of their thought that expands on what, you know, your replies kind of. Sure. I use a lot for work as a networking tool. So when, if I post something that I'm thinking, people will, people I don't even really know personally will reply. Or if I need help with an idea, I get help that way, especially in my role. Well, the funny part is, guys, I just pulled up my phone uh, here and um, Twitter used to be down here, but I don't know where it went. So now I got to hunt it down. So I will <laughs> I'll find the app and maybe I can start to get it out on there. If you swipe to the right, you'll get to the search screen. <laughs> There's a search screen on this thing? What? Yeah. I'm just kidding. I know it's there. I know. I use it once or twice. There it is. I found it. Anyway, um, any other words of wisdom about this first chapter? I mean, it's really kind of introductory, right? But I. Well, yeah, and I was just looking at the vocabulary, thinking of some of the stuff that you know they talk about. Um, I already covered canon. Um, John covered covenant. Magisterium. Uh, you know, the Catholic faith is not just by Bible alone. Sola Scriptura. Sola Scriptura. Yeah, there we go. That's what a lot of that's what that's what a lot of Protestants go off of. Yeah. I, I always try, I hear an analogy about the magisterium and how you know we we have a basic set of rules in life in our country and you know if, if we didn't have someone like the Supreme Court to interpret them for us it would be anarchy. So for us we have this Bible of oh, there's all these things that we are left to interpret. And if we are left to interpret it ourselves, well, look what happened in our country. We've got over 40,000 different denominations. Uh, we have somebody there to help us interpret this for us because uh, honestly, we can't do it on our own. Yeah. There's too much. There's just too much. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, it's a, I, I, I was just talking to a friend today at work about, uh, he's kind of, knocking on the door of, uh, of uh, Catholicism a little bit. And, and I just, my question is always, it's, it's a very deep and rich faith. And there is so much to it and so many different programs that we can participate in. It's, it's a lot to navigate for sure. So it, it is awesome to have those rules and those that magisterium to help us understand what direction we should be going. Yeah. And in, in the, uh, in the definition here, it says magisterium, the teaching authority of the church, which guided by the Holy Spirit interprets scripture and tradition. And then kind of leading from that to tradition, the living transmission of the message of the gospel in the church. The living transmission. I love that one. Yeah. And and a lot of a lot of us are involved in um, faith groups or 
you know, we meet for uh, Sunday mornings and talk, and that's kind of the living transmission is some of what we talk about in those just our daily lives or what we experience and how we struggle or things we go through and what could be tied back to, you know, scripture or our faith and how it gets us through. Yep, absolutely. It's a, if I, if my memory was only better to, rem, to pull up the scripture when I wanted to, <laughs> when I wanted to refer to it, that would be better for me. Yeah. John has a guest, special guest. Ah, looks like a poodle. What is that? Good question. <laughs> poodle Bichon. Bichon. Uh, I see little Bichon. Yeah, there you go. He's a rescue. Cute dog. Nice. She knows it. <laughs> so, um, how do we? How do we end this? And then how do we, because I've got to go get Zaid, unfortunately. Uh, well, fortunately, um, <laughs> at the end of practice here. So do we, do we just uh, close in some way with each chapter? Or I guess we'll learn that over time. And then, and then what happens after that? Has it get posted somewhere? Yeah, that's what I was playing around with prior to this is um, I have an, an account. And once I learn how to, you know, I could, upload the video the audio there i'm just trying to play around with uploading resources that coincide with our conversations like this wingclips.com um see if i can do that but i can send you a link then and then every time i upload something you'll just you can just kind of scroll down and and find what we discussed okay do we do we also put the book we're talking about or just i put that in the description okay because I don't know if we ever really started with that or. Right. Uh, yeah. And so I had started a podcast prior to this and that was what was still retained in there. So I had to recreate, sign in with a different username to create a new one. So I'll work on that once we sign off here. Um, moving on to next week, is it what day are we aiming for? Next week, chapter two. Uh, I can't wait for that one. That's a good chapter. You can read ahead. No more reading ahead there, Patrick. <laughs> hey, it was really good, so I couldn't, I couldn't put it down. Um, I would say Monday works for me. Um, I got a wrestling meet till 8 o'clock. So it could be challenging to get back for 8.30 from St. Jude. All the way down at St. Jude. Yeah, it's a long haul. Yeah. Um, I could do, I, I've got Tuesday open uh, as well. I think, yeah, Tuesday's open as well. Tuesday evening, later. I could do Tuesday evening, 8.30, same time. Okay. That works for, me. That works for you, John? Yes, 8.30. Okay. So I guess I'd be interested to hear what transpired today and then how that would change my opinion on how we proceed from here you know does it does it need to be more formalized in terms of a format or or is it just fine you know kind of coming off whatever's whatever comes off our tongue 
Yeah, and it might be um, something where we can post some questions that we're mulling over as we're reading it so that we have something going into the conversation. Um, or if we can develop a format, as you mentioned prior to this, that we can kind of guide our conversation. Um, yeah, and I was thinking of it too, you were asking how to close and I was like, well, how did we really start? I'm not really sure at what point we started. Um, did we officially introduce ourselves? Do we maybe start in prayer and ask the Holy Spirit to guide us in our conversation? Moving forward, yes, definitely. As well as ending. Yeah. I think so. Come Holy Spirit comes to mind. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a that's a good one. <laughs> yep. Well it sounds like we're in unanimous agreement on that one, so uh so we probably ought to do that to start next time. And you want to close in one as well? Sure. Yeah, let me dig out my prayer. There, I'm good. Do you want to do come Holy Spirit? Or just end it like we do at Crescio, our Father. Our Father, sounds good. Let's just do an Our Father. All right. In the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Our Father. Father, who yeah. art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Thanks, fellas. Amen. Thank you. Thanks, guys. All right. Well, John. Thank you, John. We'll look Thank you, Todd. The, uh, is there an ad banner, too, like uh, for when all the revenue starts coming in on top of the screen? <laughs> There's an ad banner. I haven't investigated it yet. So. Just, uh, yeah, I'd love to hear the audio at some point. So I uh, can't wait to see it. Okay. Yeah. We'll Thanks get for putting together, John. Appreciate yes, it. Yes, thank you. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. God bless. God bless. Thanks for joining us for our first podcast. Next week, we will be discussing Chapter 2, the Old Testament.